Leadership is maybe the easiest and most difficult thing to do. It's easiest because it's not determining new. Good leadership is bringing your people to lead and bringing your people to bring their best. Uh, it's not about me, it's about them. Uh, and to be able to do that, you have to give up of a lot of yours. Welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by JVentures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Leomitech, sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest Labs, Synergy Global, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, Birthright Excel, Serona Partners, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. Let's talk about inspiring technology that is making the world better. Meet Ari Goldfarb, the CEO of Kando, protecting public health and the environment through wastewater. Ari is an expert in wastewater and environmental technologies with more than 15 years of experience in the field of wastewater management. As the vice president of DHVMED, Ari led multidisciplinary environmental projects while managing international teams. Environmental Technologies at the Ministry of Environment, ARI, was responsible for national and international consulting projects and Israel environmental policy. As the process manager and CTO of Jerusalem Wastewater Treatment Plan, ARI was in charge of field operations. ARI holds a BSc in Biology and Environment from the Hebrew University, Jerusalem, Israel. ARI Goldfarb, welcome to 20-Minute Leaders, CEO of Kando. How are you? I'm good, Michal, and thank you for having me here. I, I'm, I love having you here. Uh, what you're working on is so cool. Um, you know, we're seeing the surge of companies that are dealing with, with the types of solutions that you're working on and, and literally looking at the world and the infrastructure we have here and how do we, how do we you know, evolve our infrastructure. At the end, the ripple effect of, of doing that is enormous on society and civilization, not to mention when we're talking about wastewater both for you know ecologically but also health wise, so a lot of different implications. And and Ari, I'm excited to hear about your personal journey and and you know your leadership style and and you know everything that's been going on here. So Ari, thank you for being here. Okay, thank you, Michael. Oh, where should I start? So I'm very jealous in entrepreneurs that have some day they are waking up and have a great idea. For me, it was a long and exhausting journey to get <laughs> where we where we are. And I can tell you it uh, starting when I was a, a, a boy and uh, I really love the seas and the, the going surfing is, is something I've done from a very early age. And I've seen what happens to the seas. Um, and, and I don't know, have you been lately in the Mediterranean? At the, I love at the surfing. Beach in the, in Tel Aviv? You love yes. surfing? So you, you've done some moving your hands and find a plastic bag in your hands and, and you've seen what Amongst seen. many, many other things that I don't even want to mention here, yes. Okay, <laughs> so let's not mention it, but for me, it was clear that I want to deal with that and I, I've learned the environmental and biology and I went to treat wastewater uh, and that's what I've done for uh, almost 15 years, uh, treating wastewater, design wastewater, dealing with the technology of getting our world better and our seas and our ocean better, it, but but what I find out that it's not enough because uh, this, this whole pollution is getting into our wastewater treatment plant and from there it goes into our beaches and, and, and to our seas. And you've seen how Tel Aviv looks after a rainy day. And, and I will tell you a secret, it's not just after a rainy day. And what I have a vision and together with uh, my co-founder Zoa, uh, we decided that we want to f- 
find a way to deal with it. And our way to deal with it is to understand where it's coming from. So if we can have a system and, and, and understand everywhere in a city where there is a pollution, where the, there is a change in the wastewater quality, we can trace it back, understand where is the pollution coming from and give an early warning ah. to the decision maker, that will make our world better. And this was our vision. Uh, we started in 2013 and we've done something that I'm not sure that I would recommend anyone to do that. We made a, our way through bootstrapping and step by step, we developed our system and we went to clients and uh, I think it's it can happen only in Israel. We went to clients and said, hey, we have this crazy idea that we can identify all the pollution in your system. What do you say? And they believe in us. Uh, and they paid for our system. So our first investors were our clients. Incredible. And, but but yeah, Ari, and, t- take me back to that decision, you know, and, and paint me the picture because you're in 2013. Obviously now we're, you know, we're seeing s- specific tech funds that are, or venture capital funds that are dedicated to the things that you're working on. Um, and so what, what's happening in 2013 and, and what is this decision to bootstrap the company going down a, a pretty rough process? Yeah, um, I think that uh, we have a, a very small vision that we want to change the world. So we said, okay, this is not enough to make a technology. We want to make the world better. We want to make sure that all the pollution, we can find it, we can trace it, we can change how the, our water looks like, how, how our ocean looks like, how our river looks like. And uh, actually, we started with investors and we met some early investors. And what we came out is an idea that if we will have an investor in the beginning, and, and maybe we met the right, the wrong people. Now I know we met, we met the wrong people. Uh, it will be changed. I mean, we cannot achieve what we really want. And, right. uh, and we took it in the tough way in, in building it ourselves and find, finding that, funding the, all this work by ourselves. Well, eight years later, and you have, I believe, more than fifteen million dollars of funding, and your, and then you recently had, you know, the, with the Series B, and obviously making a strong impact. And so, t- I still, I want to, you know, ponder about this moment in twenty thirteen as as you're figuring out the market and you're figuring out the problem. And you started by talking about your jealousy of entrepreneurs that wake up and have a good idea. How you know what type of entrepreneur are you? Are you basically saying that you were you know you had to do this because it's something that was burning in you, or what, what? What made you go into this entrepreneurial route? Yeah, I think the most important thing for me and and also for the team that we work with is about impacting um, impacting the world, the environment, but the end is impacting people. I think that's the most important thing for us. We, we call us, sometimes people come to us and say, okay, so what type of company are you? Are you a technology company? Are you a product company? I think we are definitely an impact company. Mm. Uh, we, we learned that, by, by the way, with one of our investors that is an impact investor, Bridges, and they taught us to calculate this impact as well. But we've learned that our passion and what we want to do is impacting and, and impact the environment and impacting people. That's the main thing. And I, I can tell you a story, what, what type of impact we do. So, uh, for example, um, uh, one of our biggest clients in Texas uh, is reusing the wastewater and use it for drinking. This is what, because they don't have any water in, in, in some places wow. in Texas. Yeah. And, and we find the way that to make them available not only to reuse the wastewater, their wastewater, but also to reuse wastewater they bring from, from Mexico. 
And we met one of the uh, uh, one of our clients, and she is managing the project from the client side. And we sat with her, and she said, um, "You know, we have to present that to the management. I am the only woman in the management. I never spoke in the management. I never present anything to the management. So you will do that." Uh, and uh, our customer success, uh, uh, Iris, she walked with us step by step, and teach her how to present it. And we went with her to the management and she said, okay, I can do present. And we said, no, 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 you will present. And she presented to the management uh, and she showed how Texas is reusing the wastewater and uh, making this wastewater available for people to drink. And she done it. And after this meeting, she told us it was the significant, the most significant things I have done in my life. Wow. So, Yeah, once you impact people like this and you combine it with impacting the environment, I mean, this gives you energy to do to change the world. So after that, you can do everything. Incredible. And I love how, you know, I, I started this story thinking when you're talking about impact, the way that you're talking about impact on a, on a community or the solution for the world, but you're actually, you know, talking about just the here, you know, a monumental impact on a person, but the impact also stems from the impact that she's having on a lot of other people. And I think that that's, that that's phenomenal. Talk to me about the grand vision here. You know, eight years in the making. What is the vision of Kendo? So we want very simple things to change the world and to make it a better place through data that we bring from wastewater and impact the environment and impact people, public health and the environment through data that we bring from wastewater. And apparently wastewater tells us a huge story because everything that happens in the city ends up in the wastewater. Uh, we can see a lot what happens in the city. So it's not just about finding pollution and making our seas and ocean better, but it's also finding and understanding people and health issues through the wastewater. So for example, in these pandemics, we can identify the outbreaks through the wastewater and we can protect public health through that. So we can tell people, hey guys, it's safe to go outside. Nothing happens here. It's, you can go back to work because we see that through the wastewater. So bringing people the confidence, bringing people the ability to live normal life through wastewater, this is a huge thing that we're doing right now. So let's talk about you know, how data can actually make a, make a change here. What is the solution that Kendo provides? Who is looking at the solution? And how does it then translate into actionable insights that they can then alter the way that they're operating to make the world better? So if we talk about technologies, our solution is based on hardware and software. We have an IoT data logger connected to sensors that can see changes in the wastewater quality uh, that communicate to the cloud. In the cloud, we are looking at the behavior of the wastewater. Mm -hmm. Actually, wastewater is something that doesn't have a normal behavior because it always changes. Um, so we're looking at, a, at, at the behavior of the wastewater and through the behavior of wastewater, we can see things. We can see things like pollution. So we can identify pollution changes in the wastewater quality. We can identify source of pollution. If there is an industry discharging wastewater into the collection system, into the pipe, underground pipe, we can see that. Mm -hmm. But we can see also the health of the people, of the population. And we have actually, we have three types of users. One of our users is water utilities and cities, mm -hmm. which they can see the wastewater quality and they have to make sure that this wastewater quality is good enough because the wastewater is being used again and again and again. The wastewater that we are 
discharging into the system goes back to us. In Israel, for example, we use it for agriculture. Mm-hmm. If you eat a watermelon in Israel, you actually eat a wastewater. Uh, so we use it again and again and again. And we are making sure through the water utilities in the cities that those wastewater are safe. We use it for government also. So government can make sure that they can protect the public health and manage the public health through wastewater. Now in COVID, for example, the Ministry of Health have a dashboard and through wastewater, they can see every outbreak and they can see also when it's safe and there's no uh, outbreak. And we also protect and help the population. So in our future, in our vision, and this is something we are working now with the UK government, people will have an application and like they see the weather, they can see the public health, they can see where there is influenza, where there is a COVID, all this data coming from wastewater systems. Who is, you know, how does the incentive triangle work here? Because I understand why a government is incentivized to deal with this. I understand why climate tech, uh, you know, uh, advocates are, 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 you know, happy about this. But why would companies, organizations, building managers, why, why would they care about implementing a solution like this? Because there is a culture you know, a, a customer shift in understanding that you have to educate the market here. Yeah. So impacting uh, people in environment is only sustainable when it's have financial uh, input. Uh, only then it's sustainable. Uh, here, when we're talking about pollution, pollution, it's actually for cities and for water utilities is money. So when uh, an industrial um, uh, plant is uh, discharging metal or heavy metal or organic or any pollution into the system, it's actually making a damage mm. to the pipe, underground pipe. It's making a damage to the treatment uh, and it's actually money. And when we identify pollution in our system, we're telling our clients, here, there is an event here. It's caused by this industry and it will cost you $100,000 if you want to fix it. So we, can, we connect between the uh, environmental impact and the financial impact, only then it's very sustainable. I, I see. And so, you know, the work with these, you know, with the people that are, that are incentivized, and, and, I, and I loved how you're describing that they, you know, in order to make a real impact, it's not enough to, to make people care, uh, but they need to also see that it's also beneficial for them economically, because at the end, uh, this is the short term that they're looking for in terms of the incentives. What what is the you know the the potential here? You know how much can you actually save or how much can you actually make an impact economically through data driven decisions on on wastewater? So when we're talking about potential, there is a, a short term potential. When you're mm-hmm. talking about identifying changes in wastewater quality, we're talking about just to understand that savings for one of our cities that we work in in the U.S. gets to two or three million dollars wow. a year. Uh, that is only on savings. Wow. But imagine the city of around one million people and we allow them to reuse all the wastewater and bring water to their population. So how much it's worth for a city to have more available water when you live in a desert and you don't have enough water. Right. So, I mean, I mean, this is this is a lot, and this is only the short term. When you look at the, uh, the long term, having the ability to read the wastewater and to understand data from it. So, just imagine that now in the COVID, we we can we could see the next outbreaks around two weeks before it happened. Wow. So, when people when people go to the restroom, they're carrying the virus, like 
10 days or around two weeks before they have symptoms. So we can actually see the next outbreaks before people know about it. So getting the, the government prepared to the new outbreak, this is one thing. And getting people released from this uh, uh, situation, tell them, okay, everything is good now. You can go back to work. The economy can go back to, to uh, uh, business as usual. This is a lot of money for the market uh, to bring the market back. So the opportunity of creating value from, from data from wastewater is, is huge. Right. Now, you're you know, running this company, obviously, with your partners, and you have a lot of team members that are involved here. And the story that you told me before about the, about the impact and with the customer success manager and the empowerment there, I think it shines light on, on a leadership style that you have. Tell me a little bit about how you see yourself as a leader, especially one that is motivated by the inertia of potentially making the world a better place. I think uh, uh, leadership is maybe the easiest and most difficult thing to do. It's easiest because it's not determining new. Good leadership is bringing your people to lead and bringing your people to bring their best. Uh, it's not about me, it's about them. Uh, and to be able to do that, you have to give up of a lot of yours. Uh, and only when you can give up of a lot of yours, and this is something I'm still training on, um, uh, then you can bring the best of your people. Uh, so being a leader is not about not about us. It's about the it's about people. You know, I, I, the company success is about uh, uh, Zor making the company work and all bringing the the people and guy bringing the product and Kako bringing the the the, uh, the technology. It's nothing related to me, but I have to bring them the ability to do that and not right. to interrupt. So it's leadership is just very, very simple, not to interrupt. And so what with not interrupting, it's also enabling them to reach that potential and sometimes perhaps, you know, pushing or urging somebody to, to try something that they may fear or may not have experienced before, like in the story before. What what have you found is successful doing that? What are you know perhaps something that you do or something that you've observed about yourself and your leadership style that, that allows people to feel that they can actually go and, and try something that they haven't tried before? So I think in, we are, in every startup is doing something new. Unless, I mean, uh, we want to change things as it was before. And it's also related to uh, the way we manage and it also has to relate to the way the internal process that we are doing. So... I think what we are trying to do is doing things our way and not doing things the way it should be done. Uh, and this is something, I mean, we call it can-do way. By the way, can-do means, uh, in Japanese, it means inspiring. Mm. It means wow. So, uh, and that is what we're trying to do in everything we do. Uh, and also in our management style, also in the day-to-day -day work, uh, we're trying to do differently. We're trying to do something different. And, 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 and there's a lot of things to fix in our market, in, in the technology market, in the startup market. I think uh, a lot of things that are broken and doesn't work very well. Uh, I would say, for example, uh, um, the share of women in the startup world, it's something we have to fix. Uh, I think if you look at entrepreneurs and anything, the leadership in companies, and you open the LinkedIn and you see another three male a startup that is raising money and another one and another one and another one. And, and I think this is something we have to, to change. And we're trying to do something different here in Kandu. 
uh, related to everything that we do. I love it. And uh, I don't know, you know, can do. I just love that, uh, that phrase. Uh, were you always passionate about climate tech? I know you're mentioning that, you know, that you know, the, the motivation behind why you started, uh, why you started can do. But, you know, if you're looking at yourself as a kid, you know, 10 years old, eight years old, where did you imagine that you're that one day you're going to be leading a Series B company that is helping change the wastewater management system? Um, not sure. I'm more thinking about myself as a nature research in Africa, mm. uh, chasing lions or something similar to that. Uh, but uh, I think the most important important thing for me is to do something significant to the world and to people. Um, and I, I would say that everything we do and everything I do is related to people um, and everything, my passion and, and is, is, is people, not just in my team, uh, but all around. So how can we impact people? How can we make big people better? And, and it's not because of uh, something very big, it's from something very small, because I feel when, I, when we touch people, I touch myself, I, I'm, I'm getting better. So I want to get better and to improve myself. And I think the best way to improve yourself is, is, is by touching people. When, when you come home after, after uh, 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 you've seen people succeed, you get a better person, you get a better uh, father, you're getting better uh, partner. So, so I think the most things for me, the most passionate for me is, is touching people. Phenomenal. Uh, Ari, thank you very, very much. I really appreciate your time and your energy. Uh, this was uh, inspiring and, and really interesting and uh, definitely something that I need to research much more about now because uh, I, I, I'm very, you know, th- these types of solutions and beyond the leadership perspective and the spirit, I think just the, the idea that you can create economically viable solutions that at the end have a, such a strong ripple effect. We started by talking about wastewater to data and then we finished off talking about, you know, the way that governments can now actually see when there's outbreaks and we've seen what's happened in the last year and a half, whether it's with COVID or the next one, uh, the world is globalized and, and having control of, the, of this information is just, uh, is just amazing. So uh, Ari, best of luck with continuing to make an amazing impact with Kandu. Thank you for taking the time to sit here with me and uh, stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you, Michal, and thank you for having me. And I think we we are in the tech uh, companies have a huge power to do things for for the environment and for people, and we have to use it. Thank I completely you. agree. Toda raba.